Hey guys, it's me, Amani Angel, and welcome to the very first episode of And That's On Period. Now, it took me a while to actually sit here and record this episode because I've been so busy with school and whatnot, but this one I wanted to specifically talk about how to take control of your own life and what really inspired this episode um, is this article that I am mainly going to talk about and... Um, yeah so get your snacks get your wine get your drinks credits to nikki glamour for that i love you um no but like get some snacks get what you need to get because this might be a little bit lengthy who knows but um yeah so just to like get right into it i'm gonna go into like what does it mean to like take control of your life and when you look it up on google I have my notes here because I'm very prepared. Um, Silent. Let me stop. Um, On Google, Google, when you type in control of your life and there's a question that pops up in the people also ask section and it's what does it mean to take control of your life and Google says to take control of your life or exercise personal leadership is to take responsibility for yourself and for every area of your life it means being connected with your values and visions and setting meaningful goals for yourself and if you were to ask me what's my definition of um how to take control of your life it's literally what that said like i that google put it in better words well um i believe they got it from a a a site yes essentiallifeskills.net that's where they got it from that's where the definition comes from but i couldn't have said it better myself um holding yourself accountable for things that you do and your actions is taking responsibility for yourself and everything that you do um knowing your worth knowing your values and having a vision of where you want to be in your life and where you um rather would be in your life um and then setting goals for yourself um they could be personal goals or they could be you know career goals but as long as you set goals for yourself it will definitely help you to get to where you want to be um and um I I truly believe in manifestation and I guess I should talk about manifestation in another episode so briefly um I believe in manifestation if you manifest it it will come true everything takes time you cannot rush things life is too short to be rushing things honestly you need to live your best life and um like, you need to live your best life, but you need to live it, like, safely and caref- carefully. I mean, if you want to live on a wild side, then you do you. But, um, you know, do what makes you happy. And, like, just make sure that it's something that you want to do. Because a lot of people um, aren't that lucky or that fortunate to have control of their own life. Um, 
Um, an example is me. I have a lot of control in my own life. I am 20 years old doing this podcast. <laughs> I am turning 21 in December. And um, the, the realization that I'm turning 21 it hits me because I'm like, damn, like that's adult adulthood. Um, but also because I had just registered for my last two classes that I need to graduate from community college. And um, then I'm like, wow, what the what the hell like I'm graduating and like it's so fast it's so fast and it's so soon and um don't get me wrong I can't wait to graduate um but at the same time I'm kind of gonna miss it and um that just really got me thinking about life and while like during this pandemic this panorama well I could say pandemic on here (laughs) well during this pandemic um I really like I didn't know what I wanted to do um I actually just got had gotten out the hospital in the beginning of the pandemic. And as soon as I got home, New York City went into shutdown mode. So I really couldn't do anything but, like, stay in the house and, um, like, do stuff that's within the house. Um, and it really had me, like, sitting here thinking, like, do I want to go back to school and do I want to continue to do music? Which um, I forgot to mention this, but my major in school is music. And um, music performance, to be exact. I go to LaGuardia Community College, and my major is music performance. There we go. So um, I was just sitting there thinking, like, do I really, do I even really want to do this? Because it's it it becomes very stressful at some point in time. Um, just learning theory and stuff like that it's it's super hard and you know like when you're not doing so well in the class it makes you feel like you're not doing well in general like it's not um it's not a good feeling to have so I did contemplate myself whether I wanted to um continue to do music but during the pandemic when we were in lockdown mode all I did was listen to music and watch YouTube videos and binge a bunch of Netflix shows and just binge. I listen to music that I haven't listened to before. I really got into K-pop during, well, I was already, I was already into Blackpink, but I started getting more into other K-pop groups that weren't Blackpink, if that makes any sense, but it should. Um, and I started to rewatch anime again because I used to watch it when I was a younger, um, when I was a child, I was about to say, <laughs> but yeah, technically when I was a child, when I was younger, I used to watch anime and, um, just rewatching certain animes. Like I said, with Naruto, um, I'm currently still watching Naruto Shippuden. I watched a bunch of animes during this pandemic and I still am to this day, even though I'm like in between school, but just taking that time to breathe really made me decide that I wanted to continue to do music because I saw the way that it was such a healing process for other artists out there and I also saw the way that um it was healing like a lot of people just needed that song you know like when Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber came out with Stuck With You I was like oh my god this is the perfect 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 quarantine song um and it was it was just amazing and um I think that's like when you have taken a break you actually um like you're able to breathe you took a break and you're like okay I got this yeah I I totally got this like I I know what I want to do so after that I I really decided that I wanted to continue to do 
music and that I'm going, of course, I'm going to continue to go to school, but I wanted to continue to do music and um, work on my craft and my specialty because music was my first love before I started dancing, before I started acting. It was my first love. Like, I love music and um, I love the performance arts in general, but I've spent so many years focusing on dance and then then I spent so many years focusing I fell out of dance and then I spent years focusing on theater and I really fell out of the the music altogether and so when I got to college well when it was time for me to choose a college and a college major I was like I'm gonna focus on music because it's something I'm really interested in and it's something that I really wanted to do when I get older um which I did so here I am today about to be a music performance graduate next semester period um yeah but that also brings me to like what do I want to do in the industry because a lot of people also ask me that question and um just thinking about it a lot I want to do everything like I want to I want to learn how to like 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 being like music producer I want to learn how to like do shit that like ariana grande does behind the fucking scenes you know what i mean like i want to i want to also learn how to do that but my first love was also songwriting and singing and i want to i want to be able to do that i want to be able to write music for other artists or for myself i want to be able to sing my own songs or sing with other artists um and that's really all i want i want to do and um it's we're gonna talk about college in another in another episode but um that's really all I want to do and for me I've seen how the industry certain um certain um what you call it record label record I can't speak today guys certain record labels treat their artists and I don't like it and um I feel like every artist music artist should have complete control over their music because it is their music it's their sound it's their voice it's their story that they want others to hear and hopefully touch other people and help people um yeah so that brings me to the article I'm going to be talking about today which is I'm going to adjust my mic a little bit okay so the article that I'm going to be talking about today is by bustle and it's in the entertainment section you can find it online at bustle.com slash entertainment or I will also put it in the description box of this um, podcast and it is about um, the title of this article is Lauren Haregi is is now in I can't speak today guys please excuse me the title of the article is Lauren Haregi is in control now the 25 year old singer is ushering in a, in a new era as an independent solo artist with her debut ep prelude by jack Irvin. this was posted october 8th 2021 that's when this article came out now um let's just do a little bit <laughs> of like some backstories on miss lauren haragi aka my future girlfriend nami stop um <laughs> i'm kidding guys um don't she's only like five years older than me and i'm totally okay with that um and i'm turning 21 soon so it's totally totally legal so if you guys don't know who lauren haragi is what rock have you been living under for real i'm just kidding um no but seriously what's good with y'all so lauren haragi um 
Lauren Haregi, Lauren Michelle Haregi, um, she is an American singer-songwriter. She was in the former girl group um, Fifth Harmony. If you guys don't remember Fifth Harmony, they were formed in like 2013 and they consisted of the following members. Um, Dinah Jane, Ali Brooke, Camila Cabello, Normani, and Lauren Haregi. Um, she began exper oh, <laughs> she started her solo um at Denver's um if I'm not mistaken, Fifth Harmony uh separated in like twenty eighteen. Yeah. They went on so quote unquote unquote hiatus in twenty eighteen. Yeah, right. Ain't never coming back. Um, Fifth Harmony was my favorite girl group of all time. And it still is. Like, I still listen to their music because their music is bops. Even when Camila left, their music is bops. Come for me. I'm a harmonizer to the day I die. Um, <clears throat> and so the first song she did was like, she's, she's done a lot of songs. I'm just going to say that. And um, she done song with Marion Hill. She done songs with Steve Okio, I think how you pronounce his name. Um, and Hosley, she's done songs with her ex boyfriend on um, Ty Dolla Sign. Like, she's done music. Um, her very first song, solo song that she's done, that's just her and her voice purely, is called Expectations, which <laughs> I love that song so much. But she has a good discography. If you want to look it up, just look up Lauren Haregi, uh, discography or songs or whatever. Go on YouTube, go to Spotify, whatever you stream music on, you could do all that. Um, not only does she have songs like that. <clears throat> songs from fifth harmony excuse me she has her own work um and the first one she came out with was definitely definitely expectations in 2018 um because oh my god that song period um and yeah so now she's working on some anusha music for us because us fans whatever she calls us jaguars i think we're called i don't even know i just know i love more haragi <laughs> like future girlfriend future wife type things i love her and i'm also i'm actually also seeing laura haragi november 20th so and i'm meeting her so this oh my god this is gonna be so great so um yeah so she has a new ep coming out prelude she did like a little show for it um <clears throat> I wasn't able to attend it was an online virtual show but I, I still wasn't able to go because I had school and other things to do and stuff but I am going to this concert because I'm not missing a chance to see Lauren Haregi live again and when I say again I mean that in 2019 at New York City Pride I saw her live so I'm seeing her again this is the opportunity of a lifetime here um <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, so this is about Lauren um, being in control of her own music now as an independent solo artist, which really has me thinking, like, maybe, like, after the, reading this article, I really thought that um, maybe I should, or I was like, maybe, I, I, I think I want to be an independent solo artist, too. Um, but, you know, we'll see where life takes us, okay? Okay. Um, yeah, so... The article starts off by saying, um, Lauren Haregi's journey as a solo musician began during a 2018 trip to Thailand, where she and three other members of Fifth Harmony got on a call and decided to go on an indefinite hiatus. 
Now, this was around the time uh, where Camila left. Camila left in 2016, I believe, and the band dispersed in 2018. So, um, yeah, it's been a long time. They started on the X Factor together, all five girls. Camila started doing her own thing, and then whatnot, whatnot stuff happened, and boom, they... <clears throat> uh, yeah, indefinite hiatus is correct, because when they were like, we're going on a hiatus, I was like, y'all... Uh, y'all bitches are lying because y'all going on a hike. Y'all never coming back. I love y'all, but y'all not coming back. Don't you don't got a lot of us like that. We know the truth. Um, um, then it goes that was the opening of my creative floodgate because up until that point, I really thought I was broken, man. Um, Lauren tells Bustle deep. Uh, she also says, I thought I didn't know how to write music, I thought I couldn't. Three years later, she knows she can't. She has taken back control of her career now as an independent artist for this new music era. Starting with the October 8th release of Colors, songs of pop, um, Haregi will then release her debut EP Prelude later this year via her indie label Autotunement Records in partnership with distribution company AWOL. She exclusively reveals to Bustle. So, I was like, oh my god, my girl's an independent artist now. Because last time I checked, I think she was signed to, like, Columbia Records or something like that. Or or Interscope. She was she was signed to one of them, like, big record labels. And, um, yeah. Um, then it continues. The Taste of Prelude is in the piano-infused colors written with her friend Johnny Rain in his apartment and recorded in his closet. Lyrically, it finds Hareki conversing with herself about the shit that we all go through on a daily basis as humans. Anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, not feeling like you're good enough, and unworthiness. Girl, that's my song already. Like, I inspired to write. I always write. I'm always writing music, but, um, yeah, I, I want to go to, like, a songwriting boot camp, but, like, I know that should be costing money. Um, anyway, continuing on with the article, it goes, Rude. This is what I get for living in New York City, guys. Okay, so um, continuing with the article, it goes, The 25-year-old musician considers colors the thesis statement of the project and recognizes that it is not crafted for radio. For Haragi, that's not the point, which is why she's not calling colors a leading a lead single in the traditional sense. A lot of artists are moving in such a way where it's a for formulated that with where it is so formulated that you can assume how someone's going to move she says i'm not trying to do that upon her shift to independence her has felt in um, anticipated and free of nerves and then you realize wow this is an expensive little business here she says with a laugh Oh, I can't imagine her cute little laugh um but despite the extra responsibilities that accompany her her newfound freedom um she feels empowered this to me is another process of expanding as a businesswoman and as an artist that's all period period um for those of you who don't understand what i literally just read a lot of the the mainstream artists out here um they usually when they're making an album in the process of making an album and doing an album and i've learned this just by being like behind the scenes and being fans of people and just reading yeah reading is powerful brains are sexy brains are sexy um just by reading um 
artists would t- usually come up with a lead single that will be on their album. Um, and then they'll follow up with a promotional single, stuff like that. And um, they do like a bunch of promos and stuff. And then the album would drop. And then sometimes there'll be a single after the album dropped, depending on the situation. But um, yeah, so um, that's basically what it is. And she's saying that this song, Colors, is not a lead single, you know, um, she's, she's free to do what she wants with her music, whether she wants to release it as a single or not, you know, um, she has the freedom to do whatever she wants with her music, and, you know, this is just another way for her to expand, as an artist and as a businesswoman, which is what I aspire to be. Like, I want to be an artist. I do. I want to make my own music. I want to star in TV shows and movies. I, you know, I want to do all that stuff. But your girl is also a low-key, I'm low-key a CEO. Like, I want to be that bitch. I'm that bitch that is that businesswoman. Yes, ma'am. And that's why I said, and that's on, period. So, continuing, um... The article continues saying, throughout the process of creating preludes, she's rediscovered her drive for sharing personal thoughts and feelings in her music, which we all should do. Um, we shouldn't just write it just for radio play. I'm just saying. Um, when you subject your art to being controlled by others, you lose the connection to why you do art in the first place. She says, it becomes about how much you sell versus how many people Oh, it becomes how much you sell versus how many people you're connecting with. And that's exactly what the industry is about. Um, a lot of artists are getting crap for not wanting to make a song that's going to be a hit on the radio. Um, that's going to sell billions. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. They rather make songs that are relatable and that... Um, relate to their audiences. Which I totally, 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 totally respect because... I want to be able to do that. Like, I, okay, that's great if the song gets on the radio and, you know, it's making a couple of, couple of bucks, but I want to make sure that it is impacting the people that is listening to the song, that it is helping people that is listening to the song, that it is um, a healing process for people. Like, I want people to know that music is there to help you. I am here. Like, this song, we're going through the same thing, and girl, I, I, I've been there. You're not alone. Like, music is to show people that you're not alone. You know, you're not alone with that feeling that you feel. And she is absolutely 100% correct. Like, a lot of the times, it's all about how much money you make, who's on the track, and um, um, how many, how, like, uh, how many times is this going to go platinum? Is this going to go gold? Is this going to go this? Is going to go that? You know, stuff like that. It was going to be certified. Like, that's literally what the industry um, is saying. Um, the article also continues, Haragi's foray into the music industry famously started when she auditioned solo for The X Factor as a 15-year-old, and she was later put into a pop group earlier in her season by Judge Simon Cowell. Fifth Harmony quickly developed and devoted a fan base called Harmonizers and went on to score top-charting hits, including Worth It and Work From Home. Throughout its six-year run, 
Haragi says the group members rarely had creative control over their musical output, and when they did, it was majority rules. So even though these girls, Normani, Dinah, Camila, Ali, and Lauren, were in a group and they were making music together, they weren't really making music together because there were limitations to what they can and cannot make and produce, if you understand what I'm saying, um, what they wanted to musically put out. Um, she says, sometimes I was in the majority and sometimes I wasn't. That's absolutely correct because sometimes, like, the, the label that they were with, they pushed Camila's vocals more on a lot of the songs than they did for Ali or Dinah or Lauren and Normani. Like, they felt like the fucking, like, they look like the fucking background vocals sometimes. I'll be honest with you. And when I heard a song that came out and, um, every girl had a part on the song, I was like, Yas, like I think, um, if I could remember a Fifth Harmony song, I would tell you that, you know, oh, and worth it. Lauren had didn't even have a part; she was just there dancing. She was the dancer, like she was the harmonizer in the back, and she was a dancer. Like she didn't have a part in the song. Worth it, you know. Sometimes when they performed it live, they gave her a part, but. Other than that, it was like, what is going on? And I remember Normani, like, talking about it in an interview, like, whether or not the girls were able to get parts because it was first come, first serves or whatever the producer wanted and some shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck? <clears throat> anyway, that shit crazy. Um, the article continues, but don't mistake the liberation Hareki felt upon parting ways with the group as animosity towards her former co-members. All... All who ha whom have since launched their own solo careers as well. She simply wanted to ca car carve. Oh my god, I can't read today either. What the fuck am I? She simply wanted to carve her own authentic path. We are all our own special light that were brought. We were all we're all our own special lights that were brought together to do some real special shit. And who, and who are now doing their own special shit? she says i have a lot of love for all of them forever that should clear up a lot of a lot of a lot of tea um you know then it continues following the dismantlement um Haregi remained with sony music entertainment that's what it was sony music entertainment and envisioned a path of complete and um auto auto nominee over her career I think I said that right. She released uh, several critically acclaimed singles between 2018 and 2020. Expectations, more than that, Lentil and 50 Feet, which I all love, um, with the intention of building towards a full-length body of work, uh, like an album. Um, and she says those songs all have very specific story. All have a very specific story on my journey. I love. I love each of them very much, she says. But at the end of the day, they were still part of a reality where someone else had the final say on whether or not I could or could not share something. Um, then this quote, this beautiful quote says, The only thing that makes sense to me at this point is to be completely independent and own my music. It's intellectual property and I believe that artists should own their own songs. Yes, the fuck they should. Period. Okay. 
Um, then it continues during her time signed to Sony Music, which she recounts as a positive experience that spawned many tight-knit collaborative relationships she holds to this day. Haregi says that she was expected to continue on the pop music path. When you're young and you get involved in something, it shapes you in a lot of ways. And I think I was shaped and molded in ways that weren't the shape I was born in or the shape that I was supposed to eventually form into. There was no room for who I wanted to be as an artist. Grateful for the opportunities and exposure afforded to her, she ultimately decided the major label system wasn't the right avenue for a career. The only thing that makes sense to me at this point is to, com is to be completely independent and own my music. It's intellectual property, and I believe that artists should own their own songs. Period. Period. And... You know, there's a lot more where you uh, want to, if you want to read it, you can. But um, there's like a couple of things left. I should just continue. I'm going to continue anyway. Um, sharing Haregi's enthusiasm about her new journey as an independent artist, AWOL Vice President of A&R, Eddie Blackman, uh, Blackmon, tells Bustle she embodies true independence and has a clear vision for her career, which are key components I look for in an artist. Her music is creative, authentic, and will speak to a global audience. <sighs> Continuing with, with an upcoming EP, Haregi asserts she strives uh, for complete unconventionally and plans to thoughtfully deploy each track to unravel her story. Each of these songs has a very important role. She says, I want you to pay attention to each of them in their own way. So I'll give you each of them in their own way. Um, then it goes on to say, um, but before fans are able to stream each song, Haregi will unveil Prelude in a full via a virtual performance on October 14th. Um, presented with the help from Elevated Digital Experience Company Moment House. In my head, when I, when I have it all played out, and it's a literal film. She muses, noting that she's conceptualized the vision project with Matthew Daniel Siskins, um, her new creative director. Each song had to have its moment. Each song had to have its choreo. Each song had to be brought to life. So that we did in a, in a really simplistic, minimal way, but that's impactful, impactful and powerful. And powerful, my God. Um. Then there's a quote saying, accolades and radio play. If it comes, I'm grateful because all would be a statement to the actual shit I want to do in this world. But success to me, I already have it. And I'm going to end it there. There are uh, two more paragraphs. If you guys, I literally like read the entire fucking, the entire fucking article. But um, I'm going to end it there. Um, I feel like. Lauren is taking as a fan I'm very proud of her for doing that and I'm very inspired to do I'm very inspired to do stuff like that um with my own music I literally sit here and I would write whole visual albums and I'm very determined to have these visual albums produced um when I am in the industry and when I do have the resources to do what I love, um, I'm very determined. Okay. And, um, you know, if songs get played on the radio, then that's okay with me. I'm, I'm cool with that. But as long as it's touching other people, 
I'm pretty much happy. Um, Lauren Haregi is one of the artists that I would love to work with um, in the near future um, on a song or just writing a song, whatever the case may be. Um, and yeah, um, that's the article I wanted to talk about today because she literally took control of her music again, of the one thing that she loves. I mean, she has a lot of different loves, don't get me wrong, but when you love your music and you don't have control of your own sound and you feel lost because you don't have control of yourself, um, because she was very much controlled in Fifth Harmony, they all were. So I'm proud of each and every one of them. And I'm especially proud of Lauren for deciding to go the independent route. Um, okay, so I had to pause for a little bit because the ambulance was outside. But um, as I was saying, I was very, I am very proud of Lauren for going the independent route and really just taking control of her music. I'm proud of all of the ex-members of Fifth Harmony, including Camila, because a lot of people like to exclude her for some reason. But I am proud of all of them for really doing what they loved. Um, <sighs> girl groups breaking up is kind of in groups breaking up is inevitable, especially if you went in there as a solo artist on like American TV shows. I don't really know how it works for like Koreans or, you know, Japanese artists. But I know for American artists, um, you go on a show as a solo artist and then um, they put you in a group that's how it is like she wanted the x factor not the voice let's get it correct um and yeah she they all did their thing um when i i believe they didn't win the x factor but they are they won the x Factor. i forgot yo i i it's been so long um but anyway i wanted to talk about that because she took control of her own life which i feel like everyone should be really inspired to do if you feel lost or if you don't feel like yourself, then that is a sign for you to step back, take a step back, and reevaluate your life. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. Nobody can control it. Now, I'm saying this in the point where, you know, you're not a teenager anymore. You're not a teenager anymore. You're not living with your mom. You're not living with your dad. Like, you're not living with your parents and nobody. So, that is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it in a sense of, like... You should definitely rebel against your parents if you're a teenager, which you should not, absolutely not. Do not do that. They are there to they are there to help you and guide you. Like my thing is, if you have a child, you should supposed you're supposed to love the child. You're supposed to love the child. You're not supposed to not love the child. You should never open your legs if you didn't want to love the child. But you know, let let's not talk about that because that subject in itself gets me heated. So back to taking control of your life baby um that's kind of what i um am wanting to do for the time being i um am definitely going to start to take control of my life um i kind of i kind of already had the freedom when i turned 18 but at the same time i'm like, this is my life, and if I want to go out and travel, I'm going to go out and travel. You know, nobody's going to stop me from not traveling unless, you know, something like 
the pandemic happens or you know if something happens you know stuff like that like I don't want to be controlled I don't want to be confined like I don't want to work for other people I want to work for myself so that's one reason why like I do want to become a businesswoman but also I want to make my own music like these albums these visual albums that I have in my head they are so freaking visual I'm like I need to I need to put this out there and I will not and I mean it I will not let anybody in a record label in a record company disrespect me or my music because at the end of the day this is who I am and this is me like I'm signed to this certain record company because you guys said that you were allowing me to be myself and to have and to be creative like if I cannot be creative and if you're confining my creativity we have a problem um yeah, so um, that's mainly like the article that I wanted to talk about. Um, there is another article that I might do a second episode of um, taking uh, control of your life with a different celebrity. But I wanted to talk about this one because I'm seeing Lauren very soon and I'm meeting her. And I absolutely enjoyed this article. It really, really was inspiring because there were times where I thought about dropping out of school there were times I thought about that I chose the wrong path like music wasn't for me but that is so not the case um that is not the case so I'm going to continue to do me and I'm going to continue to work on my craft and I feel like everyone should continue to work on themselves and being authentic and true to themselves because why be this fabricated person that somebody else wants you to be when you know that's not really you you know in all good aspects, I'm saying, like, don't don't become a psychopath or a serial killer. Please don't. That's bad, bad, bad. But, um, yeah, so this episode is going to be maybe 40 minutes long, maybe a little less. <laughs> but um, that's really what I wanted to talk about for this episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, really, like really just sit back and evaluate yourself because what I what I like to do is I like to write a lot um whether I'm typing or writing in my notebook and I like to write about um you know my day like you know stuff like that and plus I am struggling from two different mental illnesses and it is hard enough already for me to (sighs) wow it's a lot I'm about to get really depressing but I'm not going to talk about it um, but you know there are things that we are going to talk about it in mental illness and mental mental health awareness is one of the things we will talk about here on my podcast but um yeah I, I I do hope you guys enjoyed um this podcast I literally read you the fucking article so you're welcome except for like two paragraphs but you know you're welcome very genuinely you're welcome um you know follow and that's on period by Amani Angel um and uh what's it called see my brain is all over the fucking place i can't remember follow oh share that's what the hell is called share please share please 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 share and um yeah i want you guys to think about your life and are you happy with where you at and if you're not happy what can you do to change that because those are thoughts and questions I ask myself every single day every day I'm not feeling great every day that I'm like what the fuck am I doing every day I'm like girl Amani girl what's wrong with you so I think you guys should really ask yourself that question and um 
and then write it down write your feelings down talk about it go to therapy you know stuff like that and uh yeah like this podcast episode comment down any things that you want that's like oh and that's on period like if that, if for if there's a topic for you that you're like oh, and this is what i believe and that's on period you know you could comment it down you can follow me on all my social medias um my instagram is at amani i m a n i a n q e l because amani angel was taken so i had to switch it up um and yeah it's my personal account so you can follow me on that you can also follow me on twitter at amani d official and you can follow me on TikTok at Amani underscore da like D-A underscore creator. And um, I hope you guys enjoy listening to this podcast. I said this like a thousand times, but I'm just trying to get this 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 time to go by. But um, <laughs> I'm really trying to make it like 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I hope you guys enjoy your day. I hope you guys have a good time. And I will see you in the next podcast episode. Love ya. Mwah.